He's nimble in the legal pocket and ready to call an audible for you. Gold 96! Gold 96! It's time for Legal Maneuvers with Ray Judice. Coming up on this episode of Legal Maneuvers with Ray Judice, mask mandates are going away and confusion ensues. We'll break that down for you. We'll tell you what not to do when you're told to fasten your seatbelt aboard an airline. And some knucklehead decided to spit on Trey Young. We'll give you the consequences for doing something that dumb and what Trey Young can do about it. Next on Legal Maneuvers with Ray Judice. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. We've not done this show in a day or two, but we're glad to be back. Legal Maneuvers with Ray Judice, a great podcast, just talking about the legal topics that are going on in the world right now. And we're going to get to one that involves an Atlanta sports icon, a guy named Trey Young. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the NBA, but there's something that happened to him while he was playing in a game. What was it? We'll explain it if you don't know. First of all, though, mask requirements have been dropped most everywhere, Ray. It's pretty common now that you go into Publix or Walmart or Costco. Most of those places have dropped their mask requirement, which is fine. But places like Target and Starbucks have not. I'm starting to see people that are, I don't know if they're trying to push their ideas or they're like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do because by golly, I'm an American and I want to. And look, I'm all for personal freedom as much as you can get. But when you walk into a private business, it's a different story. I dropped my dog off this morning at the daycare, the doggy daycare, and it has a sign, mask required. I put my mask on, brought the dog in. Everybody in there was polite and courteous and masked up, and that's the way they want it. It's their business. I don't have a constitutional right to violate their rules. No shirts, no shoes, no service, okay? No smoking. I mean, we can go down the whole list. No guns. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a whole list of things that an owner of a private establishment, a private business, can set up requirements. Just like the government can say, you have to have handicapped access. You have to have wheelchair ramps. Well, if I don't do it, I can't run my business. And if I do do it, I get more business. Mm -hmm. So it's a conundrum. I think it's how this is going to be for quite a bit into the future. I can't sit here today just like I couldn't a year ago or any of us could predict 
where this virus is going. Are there going to be new strains of it? There are overseas. There's mm-hmm. the new Indian India. strain, yeah. which is apparently you know now affecting England, which had done a really good job in vaccinating its population. Are we going to have to have boosters every year? Are we going to have to have different vaccinations by different brands and different makers as we go forward? It's not leaving the earth. Some diseases have been eradicated from the earth, like mm-hmm. cholera, I think, mm-hmm. and smallpox, basically. Right. The coronavirus will be here forever. So mm-hmm. we have to get our heads wrapped around that. And that's going to be societal compromises. Everybody can have their own way on some right. things that are communal right. in communal places. In right. your house, do anything you want. Do anything you want. Or not, as long as you don't hurt somebody. Most people get that concept of it's a private business. You have to follow private business rule. I feel like most times when there's a challenge to that, it's for someone who is just being challenging. Like they're doing this to cause a ruckus, cause a stir, no matter where they fall politically, because you see it all kind of people march into restaurants and and disturb the people who are having dinner there for completely different reasons. But it's more about just challenging versus actually you caring whether they make you wear a mask There's or a not. video going around, I think, today where in the last few days, a passenger on an airplane, I think it was Southwest, punched the stewardess in the mm. mouth, the flight attendant, knocked out two teeth because she wouldn't. She was asked to buckle her seatbelt like everybody on the plane yeah. because the captain of the plane sees turbulence or whatever. Those are the rules. Buckle your seatbelt on the plane, okay? Yeah, it's pretty simple. And, and if you don't want to, don't, don't but don't hit the, 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 the folks that work there. They're just doing their job, and they're enforcing, by the way, federal rules. Yeah, if you don't want to do that, drive. Yeah, That's right. You can technically not wear your seatbelt in the car. Doesn't make it a good idea. Till you get stopped Til and you get, get a ticket. Stopped and get a ticket. But it's the same concept. You know what you need to do. You know what you and have to do. And if you get do. stopped without your seatbelt, don't punch the officer yeah, in the mouth because it's going to go south. So that, that woman's going to be arrested when that, when that plane landed and she's going to be charged as she should be. Of course. And she may be winding up paying some financial damages. I mean, yeah. you knock somebody's teeth out. Uh, it costs money to make new teeth. I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ask any old guy. Yeah. If she didn't, this woman didn't do that, she was going to do something that day. Right. Okay. Exactly whether right. it was hassle the, the luggage people yep. when she got off, yep. whether it was cut somebody off getting out of the parking lot going home, whether it was giving somebody the finger on the freeway. I mean, it was good. She was going to do something. Now, is that a mental illness that perhaps she's laboring under? I'm not trying to create a defense. No, I, no, I bet. Uh, but is she just, like you say, is she a, a, a firecracker? And with a fuse, right, exactly. And I feel like our culture, unfortunately, is headed toward that at a rapid pace. It's no longer see something that irritates you and realize that, you know what, probably anything I can do about it. I'm an adult. I'm going to handle this in an adult manner. Nobody counts to 10. Nobody. It's react. It's react. It's react. And I don't understand why our culture is so headed down this grease pole to hell with reacting about and on every occasion no matter what it is it doesn't matter i mean little league games a friend of ours her 16 year old son umpires seven-year-old little league games and these parents are riding him a kid a a teenager volunteering or making 20 bucks or whatever it is exactly right and they're riding him like he is bumping the world series yeah and he's a professional making half a million a year right right. And, and i don't understand i'll give you an example Went to my nephew's game. This was last summer. He was uh, playing 7U. There was about a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid out there. And one of the, and this is not even my kid's team. It's my nephew's team. One of the moms 
was just killing this little kid on the and i finally turned around i was like ma'am for just a half a second think about that's a 14 year old kid and this is a 7u ball game take it easy and let me tell you she gave me a look that could kill she took a lap and came back and said you know what you're right and she was cool oh. the rest of the time yeah i thought she oh, was that, gonna blow that, up that's too. a good story right i, I like to hear that you I did know. the right thing and okay she stepped back i try and i was polite about it i did i wasn't rude to her i was just like think about what you're doing well i think one thing and, and i'm not a parent uh but i think so many parents number one are this is their career. Living okay? vicariously you know, I, I couldn't play center field for the Yankees, but my kid is going to, and, and he's yeah. going to say, hey, Dad, when he wins the World Series. Secondly, there's scholarships. You know, everybody, you got an eighth grader, and they're already thinking about, can we get a free ride? Mm-hmm. I don't mean free like you don't earn it, but can we oh, get a yeah, scholarship? A scholarship, yeah. Well, Dude, I, my 60-year-old son's right in that chase. Yeah, I know yeah exactly and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And therefore, every ball and every strike and every, whether you're batting third or seventh, makes, yeah, it makes a difference, you know. So I think that's part of the problem. I think we've all been cooped up. Yeah. For 14, 15 months, sometimes almost forcibly, and mm-hmm. we resent that as Americans. I, I, I mean, agree with that. We, we, we don't like being told what That's to right. do. We're not bad about doing the right thing on our own or, or if we're kind of gently led to it. Right. I, I, but I, I think the big picture, and in my lifetime, so I'll be 63 in July, I really think that we have really lost, uh, maybe not lost, but we're, we're not paying attention and focusing on the things that you know, for so many generations made this country great, which was little things. Cooperation. Just a just an assemblage of small things, you know, dropping off the extra pie at the elderly widow's house. I mean, I know that sounds yeah. corny, but, but just, it doesn't. But ex, yeah, just, just pass that out, you yeah. know. You're driving down your street and you notice that one of your neighbor's grass is a foot tall. Well, maybe there's something wrong in yeah. the house. Knock Someone's on the sick. door. Somebody's sick. They broke their hip. They're out of town. Mow the something. grass. Mow them. the grass. Or at least knock on the door and see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say this, but if there is a stranger on the highway broken down with a flat tire in the rain, I don't know that I'd stop anymore. No, you're exactly right because you're in fear. Now, I would pull over and get on my cell phone and yeah. call AAA or the yeah. local law yeah. enforcement. I might pull over and sort of lean out the window. Can I call help for you? Mm-hmm. But I'm not putting somebody in my car and driving them up to the Exxon station. I'm mm-hmm. just not doing it. Yeah. And and I, I wouldn't certainly advise many people to. It's just so risky. You know, every morning we wake up and it's like, how many people were shot in Atlanta oh overnight? Yeah. You know, on a Wednesday night. You know, yeah. what's going on? So we become less civilized. We've become unappreciative of, and, and, and I think the story that you just told is a good person. That's probably, that lady's a really good person who was having a bad day. And it did a gentle nudge from you as a good neighbor, put her back on track. And that's yeah. great. But we're not doing enough of that for each other. And we're not being appreciative enough of each other. Yeah. And it boils back to this mask thing. So I'm still kind of wearing a mask when I go into the supermarket. Sure. And I'm doing it because... Quite frankly, I don't want other people to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Not, and it sounds crazy, but, and I don't have to do that. No, yeah. But I think we're going to need to go a little bit longer. Every morning I look at the New York Times publishes the CDC vaccination rate. And I think it was yesterday that we went over 50% of the population with okay. one vaccine and 41 or 42% fully vaccinated. And I think we're going to get to about 60-ish percent by Labor Day, by the fall. Yeah. And that's going to kind of be as close as we're ever going to get to herd immunity. 
Yeah. There's probably another 20% of the population that have had the virus, so they've got the antibodies, which gives them some protection. Senator and then we've Rand got, Paul brought that up. Right. And then we've got 15-ish percent of people that just aren't going to do it for religious reasons, <laughs> for political reasons, Look, or my whatever. my mom was one of them. She's just like, I'm not doing it. Well, there's a there's a story in, going around as a, a local law enforcement officer who refused to do it. He's in the hospital. His entire family's had the this. virus. He's a first responder. He could have got that vaccine first Im- in immediately. line way back when. And maybe he wanted to wait a little bit of time to make sure nobody was having three eyes pop out of their yeah. head. Or I feel sorry for him, yeah. and I wish him the best. But he's an example of, especially if you're dealing with the public. So you're in and out of the jails. You're in and out of the patrol cars. You're contacting all kinds of segments of society. He made a decision. And, of course, now the taxpayers are going to pay for his health care. Uh, healthcare and yeah, so again my best wishes to this gentleman and his family course. get healthy but it's a decision that may have affected a lot of people yeah we can uh talk about more reaction in the fallout that happened to a an atlanta basketball star trey young we'll get to that in just a second what happened to him in new york it goes back to just people reacting and doing things that make no sense that even five years ago i don't think people would have done but let's continue on we'll get to that in a second let's continue on with vaccines and masks and and maybe even vaccine passports because that keeps coming up now i know governor kemp signed something that said you know we're not doing a vaccine passport in georgia however that doesn't change if delta or united they want to say you have to show us your vaccine card to board one of our flights because we're a private uh, business and can do that we have a federal system of 50 states and sometimes it's 50 countries This goes back almost to things that have come up in history like a national ID card or why do we have 50 states plus D.C., Puerto Rico and the Samoan Islands with different driver's licenses? Why don't we have, especially with the computerization that's Mm -hmm. now available, why do we do it this way? Well, this is how we are, okay? Mm -hmm. So when people hear vaccine passport, they're kind of shoved into that, oh, is this the government forcing something on me? Exactly right. They're going to be in my phone or in my computer, and I'm going to have to scan it. They're already there. I don't know why you're worried about it. I mean, (laughs) for all those folks out there who think there's any privacy, the Russians and the Chinese have all, they have your children's ID, your social security numbers. It's the okay. truth, man. Yeah, Anybody who believes that otherwise are you're absolutely fighting great. the wrong and, fight. And you're right. I, and I'll just piggyback on this. We have a, a guy in our office that he uh, doesn't save any of his passwords. He uses a different web browser. And little does he know that that web browser that says that we don't track you, whatever, it's owned by one of the biggest companies that makes a bazillion dollars off tracking you. They're tracking you somehow. So you're just making it hard on yourself at this point. Absolutely. And so, fooling anyway, yourself. And everybody, that's exactly yeah, right. right. So I think as, as citizens, we kind of step back from that. We don't like any more ID. And so, yeah. you know, you see these videos when an officer pulls somebody over. I don't have to show you my license. What did I do? I know. It's just get the officer your license, yeah. please. He's, yeah. He's got to do his job or her job. But the next thing I'd say, though, is that from the flip side of that is private industry can say, hey, you don't want to do it. You don't have to come in here. That's right. You don't have to fly in our plane. Foreign countries are going to say you can't come see Paris because we don't have proof that you've been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So so the non-vaccine folks, again, they're right. Yeah, of course. They're going to be limited I think in things that they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and public situations are co- somewhat different. You yes. still have the right to go into the courthouse, right? Public library, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of these challenges come up in the courts as we move forward. Just like it happens when we have folks that want to take guns, concealed guns, to 
high school basketball games. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, you know, can the, can the government do something about that? Right. I think they can. Right. Can I restrict that from my law office? Could I put up a sign in my law firm saying, unless you've been vaccinated, you can't come into the business? The answer we'll, is yes, right? We'll, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We'll do you by Zoom. Yeah. You know, yeah. phone, internet, yeah. you can stand on the other side of the door. I'll yell through the door, <laughs> Whatever. you know. Now, we're, we're sort of on the, the good faith basis with our clientele. I think a lot of places are, like the Braves or the Hawks. Or I had uh, two nice folks come in earlier this week to see me about a case. They both had their masks on, and I said to them, I've had my Pfizer vaccines several months ago, but if you would like me to wear a mask, I will. They Have said, no, we just wore one. For courtesy to you, yeah, and so we right. all they had their shots, so we all took our masks right, off. Right. Now you know what we did. We got in the conference room, which is pretty good size, and we spaced Spread out a, a few bit. yards. I have the window cracked, and I mean maybe yeah. it's overdoing it. I yeah, don't know. But you know what? But it's fine. Who cares? I mean, it, it should be offensive. It should. I mean, I don't. I don't it got I just the don't job understand. done. Right. I got the job done. I got the job exactly. done. But right. but again, you know, the rubber's going to hit the road, and especially, and I, I'm not a pessimist about this. I think we have turned the corner. But especially if there's another wave or mm-hmm. a new variant that comes out and we take a half a step back or a step sideways, uh, I think people may get a little more self-protective yeah. about who can come in and who can't come sure. in. Sure. And there's part of me that believes, too, that as we do progress forward, which I'm like you, I, I see it happening. Could there be bumps in the road? Of course. I feel like there are some behaviors we're going to have to unlearn or a lot of people are going to have to unlearn. You know, schools are going to reopen. And no I mass think, mandates. I, and I County. think that's the, I hate to say it this way, but I think that's one of the testing grounds. It is. The stadiums are back open. Yeah. You know, we had full crowds here in Atlanta over the last yeah, weekend. Here at Trist Park. Madison right. Square Garden was packed. Yep. My former stomping grounds as a former New Yorker, MSG, and uh, maybe that's a good segue to talk about um, what well, people do are it. doing. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought it up, yeah, because Trey Young was spat on. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. The Knicks issued an apology. They found the gentleman that did it. They've banned him. He's not a season ticket holder. They quickly pointed that out as if they would have any control over it if it was a season ticket holder. I guess they're just saying, hey, look, he's not one of our regulars. It was just a guy that came in. What kind of action, if any, if Trey Young wanted to, could he take? Because the Knicks have already said, you're banned for life from Madison Square Garden, at least for Knicks games. You can't come back. 
Is there anything that Trey Young could have done to take this further? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a crime. I can't spit on you. Mm -hmm. That is a crime. It's a battery, the minimum. It's an assault. There's a statute on the Georgia books about the unlawful transmission of infectious diseases. Especially right off what we're coming off of. Absolutely. And saliva is a terrible transmitter of infectious diseases. Absolutely. So, yes, it is a crime, even in the liberal state of New York City, mm-hmm. <laughs> New York, New York City, where it's catch and release as long as you didn't murder them too bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's number one. Too bad. Right. Can MSG, Madison Square Gardens, who owns the building, can they do something? Absolutely. It's a criminal trespass. You came on my property with permission, but not with permission to do that. Mm-hmm. We the seat says you can sit here, watch the game, have a beer and a dog, boo, cheer, yell, chant, nicks, 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 defense, defense, defense. Whatever. Come on, Clyde Frazier. Yeah, right. right. Uh, and that's what you can do. And there's a whole lot of things you can't do. On and the back one of, of the ticket, there's a list of things. Uh, well, it doesn't list things you can't do, but it's but, a general right, term. Right, right, right. And, and, of course, you can't commit a crime, mm-hmm. whether it's dumping the popcorn on, on Westbrook, Russell, Russell, Westbrook as he's walking out, which is ridiculous. That's so First silly. of all, he's a fantastic player. Yeah. And I'm, from what I understand, Seemingly nothing but a, a gentleman guy. exactly yeah. right. So that's ridiculous. And when I grew up in New York. We used to go to Yankee games. People threw batteries on the field. That's crazy. We used to go to Rangers game. People threw coins onto the ice so that the blades would. I mean, it's, it's not just New Yorkers. It's no, everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah, uh, you know, I think, unfortunately, some crowds, the bleacher creatures at Yankee Stadium, have sort of taken pride into how, un, how Un-unruly. ridiculous behavior they are. Once went to a Yankee game and sat in the third deck with uh, my ex's little girls. And, I mean, after about two innings, we just had to move. I mean, yeah. I'm used to that language. I grew up yeah, there. But you, don't want, but, you, know, you don't want the little girls. Yeah, right. you know, you were, you were in the shrine. We're in Babe's yeah. house. You yeah, know, right. this old Yankee stadium. That's exactly and, right. Uh, so, you know, things like that. And I think it's spreading, whether it's, again, the woman on the plane. That's right. Not only not, not obeying the rules about buckling your seatbelt, but striking violently. The employee, that's mm-hmm. wrong. Spitting on at, or on Trey Young is ridiculous. Now, really credit to Trey Young. He did count to 10, mm-hmm. okay? So he didn't run in the stands that's like right. a player, like, Ron Artest, yeah, was it, years in ago the, in, in Detroit, I, I think? Was it, yeah, the, at the Palace in Detroit, right. yeah. You know, to beat that. Now, do I think the guy deserved it? I Probably. do. There used to be a jerk that sat behind the old Washington Bullets basketball bench and was just such a— he was a lawyer, by the way, an abusive heckler. And I think they finally suspended his season tickets. Mm-hmm. So can the garden keep this guy out? Yes. Can they get a criminal warrant for him for disorderly conduct, criminal trespass? Yes, they can. Can they ban him for the rest of his life? They have the right to do so. What about Trey Young? Could he, If he wanted to press charges directly just to yeah. either prove a point or uh, for whatever reason. He changes his mind tomorrow. He can call that detective up who was signed to the case. There's a case. Yeah. There's a case number and say, you know, I've changed my mind. I believe I've been assaulted by the the spittor. And, we, and like there's you to, already evidence that that it's happened. There's all the evidence you need. That's that's, exactly e- that's right. easy. So that's easy. A, that's a I, I could, I could case. win that case. No, yeah, right. <laughs> I think you'd be fine in many many of them. You've, you've done uh, quite well over but credit six to, years. Credit, thank you. Credit to tr- to Trey Young and the team. You know, split the series on the road, which is always that's always the goal, right? Win, Let's win get back home house. to the friendly confines of. 
Phillips or uh, State, State Farm, Farm Arena. Arena Thank now, you, yeah. man. I've been here a long time. I've been in Atlanta for 42 years. There's been a lot of names <laughs> around that court. Get back home, play hard, you know, and then and I guess I got to go back even if you win two. Yes. Is it three here? But you yes. may have to go back yeah. to the garden. And then it goes one and one. Yeah, but you know, uh, Mets fans used to be unmerciful to Chipper Jones. You yes, know that. You're a big Larry. person. Larry. He only hit 400 at Shea Stadium. And okay? named his son Shea. And then, right? <laughs> and, you know, beat him, beat him like, a, like a bad dog yeah. on the stretch and many pennant runs That's so exactly right. uh, most great players are elevated by that or they don't even hear it you mm-hmm. know and they just move on and i think trey's in that i'm proud of him i'm yeah. proud of him I, I gotta tell you man it says a lot about him the restraint that he had and the way he handled it and and focus on focus. the game focus man the that's what you get paid that's right yeah, that's, focus what you get on paid the prize. that sucks I mean, I can't think of much worse. That stinks. I think I think somebody's spitting at. I'd rather have somebody punch me. Me too. Yeah. I'd rather have somebody punch me than spit at me because not only is it disgusting. Yeah. It's such an insult. It is. Oh I my mean, gosh. You know, it's yeah. just disgusting. Yeah. So uh, credit to him. But again, this is fan behavior. So let's take that individual. I hope for him that that is the worst moment of his life. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is he's a good person who, who did something stupid. I'd, yeah, I'd like happens. to think that, which which we're all, we're we've all, all done of, that. Yeah. We've all gone home at the end of the day say, oh, mm. you know, I could have handled that better. Should've you know, that I should right, or not done something yeah. right. So let's hope that, you know, maybe in a letter of apology, it's easy to make a public apology. Yeah, Just go on your, your TikTok or whatever and say, Mr. Young, I apologize. And here's a thousand dollar donation to the Boys Club Girls Club of Atlanta in your right. name. There you that's, go. If you if he came that's to my right office, thing. that's what I would do. I'd yeah. tell him to do. I'd say, well, in fact, I'll give you the grand. Let's just make the damn apology. Yeah. yeah. And and maybe you can go to a game one day in the future. You know, he's public enemy number one now at Madison Square Garden. Yep. Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Shea Stadium. It's yeah. like you. Know, I don't know if anybody can remember this, but used to go into the supermarket or Woolworths. And they would have don't take checks from, from yes, and they would have the, and they would have the the rotten check there yeah, hanging and, on the and wall, and maybe a little picture if they could find one. He's persona non grata in Metro New York City right now, yeah, and uh, and it's just even the most rabid Knicks fans, every one of them should call this guy out. And I think they have, and and like I said, they you know the team issued an apology, and it's just a bad look all the way around, and we're just head. I feel like. We're just heading in the wrong direction with people's personal well, behavior. We, we've had so many examples here of, you know, your gal in the stands abusing a 14-year-old umpire, yeah. the gal on the plane punching the air airlines employee, or yeah. guy at the sta- – you know, th- that's probably a $200 ticket that, that mm-hmm. Nick Fan bought, right? Maybe mm-hmm. $250? Yeah. Five- yeah. So you spend $300 in the night out, and you're watching, you know – these great athletes in the mecca of and Madison Square right, Garden, right. and you decide to you know make yourself into a, a national jerk yeah. by spitting at an athlete. Yeah. I mean, give me a break, just, man. I just I just hope at some point that we as a society, as a culture, turn the corner, man, and head the other way. I, I don't know that I expect it for a while, but at some point I hope we do. Yeah, I hope that it doesn't require another national tragedy like mm-hmm. 9-11. Yeah. And if you think back to 9-11, it's probably the, the first time in many Americans' lives and perhaps the last time in many of our lives that for a, quite a while we were all together. We all had each other's six, as they yeah, say. I got absolutely. your back. Got your six, that's uh, right. And uh, I'd like to see more of it, and maybe it requires each of us to take a half a step to a full step in that direction. I think it's in us. I do too. No, I, I agree. 
because when I run into people, Ray, we hang out, or uh, some people here at the office, or I hang out with friends, they don't behave that way. I'm not saying that couldn't make a mistake, because everybody could, as we've already discussed, but for the most part, they all see it the same way I do, and we discuss it like we're discussing it, but it just seems, I I don't know, I, I don't know where the disconnect is. Well, I think also one thing is just the general discourse, the ability to have a conversation where we both agree to disagree. Yeah, which is okay. And part of that is the lack of verbal skills yes. that people can't express each other to yep. each, themselves correct. to each other or understand each other. Yes. And the other thing is this reliance on our thumbs where yeah. we can fire off bad words quickly without any thought. Uh, so when I was a baby lawyer back in the 80s, we used typewriters mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. the computer, <laughs> IBM Selectrix. You yeah. can hear them turn on when I was yeah. a baby prosecutor. About 30 of them would all turn on at about 9.01 every morning and <laughs> turn off at 4.59 every yeah. afternoon. Yeah. And so, you know, your staff would dic- you'd dictate a letter or you type a letter and you had a chance to watch the strikes and you saw the words form in front of you and then you go back and use the eraser or the yeah. white out. Yeah. That's not why I don't like that word. And then you'd read it and somebody might edit it for you. Yeah. And then you'd fold it and you had time to think about it. Before uh, it I, actually I, got into the hands was of the a person law, reading it. I was a law clerk in, at, while I was at Emory Law School in the early 80s for a fantastic lawyer. And he literally had a file and it was called Letters I Wrote. That I'm glad I never sent. Right, and he would you he would, I'd catch him in his office. He's a fiery redheaded guy from Boston, and he'd be in his office with the handheld dictator, smoking a cigarette. You sob, I'm gonna sue you. And rah, 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 yeah. rah. all right, and then the secretary would type it up, and he'd look at it. He'd fold it in three pieces and put it in that file, and then he'd read. Dictate the letter, right? Dear counsel, I would like to discuss this with you. You know, I mean, it was it was a, it was a great count to ten. Absolutely, you know, get it out, yep. vent, don't let it get past the office, That's right. and then move along as a professional. Because right. again, for us, especially as we lawyers, that letter doesn't help our client at, at all, all, or at, help anyone. You know, and spitting on Trey Young doesn't help the Knicks beat the Hawks. No, it's so dumb. Right. It's so immature. It's so disgusting to use your word. And uh, anyway, it's a great conversation. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you for listening to uh, Legal Maneuvers with Ray Judice. Ray, in case somebody needs your expert guidance. Hey, thanks. How do they get a hold of you? Easy. Ray Judice, and it's G-I-U, D as in David, I-C-E. I just got an email from a dear friend of mine who practices law in Boston, and he's dealing with a lawyer in an adoption case in Italy. Oh, wow. And every document says G-I-U-D-I-C-E. He says, do you have that much family over there? I said, it means judge in yeah. Italian. Okay? That's so cool. And uh, com. Google me. I've got a whole lot of content. I, I did uh, 11 years of the Nancy Grace Court TV show mm-hmm. and CBS Atlanta and Dantana's brought to you by Ray Judichase. There's a lot of things where you can see me opine on various topics. There you go, kind of like we do here. Or you can get them at the easy, easiest is RayGLaw.com. In case you do forget how to spell it, RayGLaw.com. It'll work. Easy to get it. And Ray doesn't have hobbies. His work is his hobby. So when you call him, he'll answer. That's his cell phone number he just gave you. So just be aware of that, too. And we appreciate it, like I said, listening to Legal Maneuvers. We'd love for you to share it. We'd love for you to give us a review. And subscribe to the podcast, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast right now. 
ThePodcastPark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Madlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24-7 at thepodcastpark.com. Presented by Associated Credit Union. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 